Why hello, my name is Ebony and welcome to part 4 of the Film Spark special, The Story of Blair Witch. This is a 7 part special to break down and deep dive into the lore of the Blair Witch and the associated films. This is part 4 where I discuss the second feature film in the series, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2, and the associated film, The Secret of Ezraver. So grab a snacky snack and get comfy as we dive down into part 4 of the Blair Witch Rabbit Hole. What is the Book of Shadows? Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2 is a 2000 American horror film directed and co-written by Joe Berlinger and starring Jeffrey Donovan, Stephen Baker Turner, Kim Director, Erica Larson, and Tristan Schuyler. Its plot revolves around a group of people fascinated by the mythology surrounding the film The Blair Witch Project. They go into the Black Hills where the original film was shot and experience supernatural phenomena and psychological unravelling. Originally conceived by Berlinger and co-writer Dick Beebe as a psychological thriller and meditation on mass hysteria, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2 was significantly altered in post-production which Berlinger would later claim compromised his original vision. Among the changes were a new soundtrack, additional editing and the integration of entirely new sequences. The film was released in theatres in North America and the United Kingdom on October 27, the year 2000. It received negative reviews from critics and grossed a worldwide total of 47.7 million. Plot. As it follows the twisted path travelled by five people fixated on the Blair Witch Project, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2 journeys into a dark and dangerous place where the line between truth and fiction blurs and perhaps vanishes altogether. Individual perception grows increasingly untrustworthy as the film's protagonists find themselves caught in a vortex of unspeakable evil, the origins of which, human or supernatural, remain chillingly uncertain. The film is con contextualised in the beginning blocks of text as a dramatic reenactment of events that occurred after The Blair Witch Project was released into theatres. In November 1999, tourists and fans of The Blair Witch Project descend on the small town of Burkittsville, Maryland, where the film was set. Local resident Jeff, a former psychiatric patient and obsessed fan, orchestrates a group tour of locations featured in the film. Among the group are graduate students Stephen and his pregnant girlfriend. Tristan, who are researching the mythology and mass hysteria, Erica, the Wiccan daughter of the Episcopal Minister, and Kim, a goth with psychic proclivities. They camp for the night in the ruins of Rustin Parr's house, where Jeff has placed surveillance cameras hoping to capture supernatural occurrences. Jeff becomes unnerved and he notices a large tree located in the centre of the house's foundation, claiming it was not there before. That night, another tour group arrives to camp at the ruins, but they are misdirected to Coffin Rock by Jeff and Stephen. After drinking and smoking marijuana all night, the group awakens in the morning to find Stephen and Tristan's research documents shredded and strewn through the woods, and Jeff's camera is destroyed. His damaged tapes are uncovered beneath the house's foundation, the same spot the Blair Witch Project tapes are found in 1995. Development and Casting 
After the massive success of the Blair Witch Project, Artisan was eager to produce a sequel while the film's popularity was still at its peak. However, Haxon Films, who created the original film, was not ready to begin work on a follow-up. Preferring to wait until the initial buzz had died down, in December 1999, Artisan decided to proceed without them, hiring Joe Berlinger, known for his work on true crime documentaries. This was his first and last narrative film for 19 years to direct. While developing the screenplay, Berlinger spent time in the real town of Burkittsville, the setting of the Blair Witch Project, undertaking research and interviewing locals on how the release of the film had impacted their lives. Many of the individuals Berlinger interviewed served as direct inspirations for the characters featured in the film. His core theme when composing the screenplay with Dick Beebe was that the evil attributed to the Blair Witch may be human in an aspect of this, specifically the frustrations that the Wiccan community voiced after the release of the Blair Witch Project, which some felt misconstrued the tenets of Wicca and showed their religion in a negative light. Berlinger was also inspired by the lazy consumption of media that led many to accept the Blair Witch Project as a true documentary, specifically how readily the public is willing to accept that something shot on video is real. He elaborated, on one hand, Blair Witch 2 works as a standard horror movie, but it is also meditation on violence in the media and the nature of fantasism and obsession and the dangers of blurring the lines between reality and fiction. Additionally, Berlinger incorporated elements of real-life subjects and places featured in his 1996 true crime documentary, Paradise Lost, The Child Murders at Robin Hood Hills, as well as narrative components of the stage play Six Characters in Search of an Author by Luigi Pirandello. Berlinger based his casting decisions largely on group chemistry between the actors as the film was anchored exclusively in their collective experience. The casting period, according to Berlinger, only lasted for six weeks in New York City. Originally, Tristan Schuyler auditioned for the role played by Erica Learson, while Learson auditioned for the role played by Kim Director. Upon casting, Learson, who in reality was a short-haired blonde, Berlinger fitted her with hair extensions and had her dyed her had her hair dyed red for the part. Jeffrey Donovan had also originally auditioned for the role played by Stephen Barker Turner, but Berlinger felt him better fit for the leader of the group. Filming and post-production The majority of the film was shot over a period of 44 days in the spring of 2000 on location outside of Baltimore, Maryland. The exposition scenes featuring the characters camping were shot in Gwyns Falls Leakin Park and the stone ruins of the Ruston Park house were constructed out of styrofoam. The scene featuring Tristan in the hospital was shot in an abandoned sanitarium in Baltimore. Jeff's loft house in the film is actually the Clipper Mill, located on the edge of Baltimore. The documentary footage that opens the film features interviews from real residents of Burkittsville, Maryland. Because the original film had been parodied so much since its release, Berlinger deliberately avoided using any shaky camera work and the stylistic cliches of bad documentary filmmaking, opting to maintain an aesthetic at odds with the documentary form. Stylistically, Book of Shadows was the direct opposite of its predecessor, though the film occasionally utilises the point-of-view camcorder or pseudo-documentary format used in the first movie. Book of Shadows more closely resembles the glossy, big-budget, special-effects-laden horror films that Blair Witch was a counter to. 
Berlinger has stated that he originally made the film with more of an ambiguous tone that focused on the characters' psychological unravelling after their night spent in the Black Hills. But Artisan forced him to recut and film and reshoot certain scenes to add more traditional horror movie elements, thus creating what they saw as a more commercial film. Namely, the footage of the main characters murdering the foreign tourists was shot in Berlinger's backyard mere weeks prior to the film's release date and was incorporated in the film as flash cuts to add more visual violence. Furthermore, expository footage showing Jeff in a psychiatric hospital was also shot at the request of artisan executives. These scenes were filmed at the Kirby Forensic Psychiatric Centre on Randall's Island in New York City. Berlinger later stated that he felt the gory sequences incorporated into the film fought against the ambiguity he tried to nurture. Additionally, the interrogation sequences, which are intercut throughout the film, were per Billinger's director's cut, arranged as a single eight-minute long sequence, bookending the film. Instead, the studio requested Berlinger cut the sequence into isolated vignettes and intercut them throughout the film. This compromised Berlinger's original version of a linear narrative that begins as a light-hearted romp in the woods, almost as a spoof of the Blair Witch phenomenon before descending into a downward spiral. The original cut of the film also featured Frank Sinatra's witchcraft during the opening credits, but was replaced by the studio with Disposable Teens by Marilyn Manson. Multiple fan edits have since attempted to reconstruct Berlinger's original version. Marketing. Though Book of Shadows' marketing campaign made no attempt to present the film as a true story, a promotional dossier for the film, compiled by D.A. Stern, was released including fabricated police reports, interviews surrounding the events in the film as if they were a fact. A similar dossier, also by Stern, was released by a companion piece to the first film. Additionally, similar to the first movie, each of the main characters retained the first names of their respective actors, though their surnames are changed slightly. On September 29, 2000, the film's teaser trailer was released on the internet, available for streaming exclusively on Yahoo. The trailer shows a half-naked woman with a Twana symbol behind her back discovering Book of Shadows in the Woods before she is attacked by an unknown man. Beginning on October 18, a three-day online Blair Witch Web Fest was launched, which included involvement from artisan Marilyn Manson, whose music was featured on the film's soundtrack. The cyber convention included a contest whose grand prize winner received tickets to the opening of Manson's tour in Minneapolis, as well as a private screening of Book of Shadows with Manson in attendance. On October 22, the Sci-Fi Channel premiered Book of Shadow, Shadow of the Blair Witch, a pseudo-documentary following Book of Shadows' protagonist, Jeff and others who transfixed by the Blair Witch phenomenon. The documentary recontextualizes Book of Shadows as being a Hollywood film based upon actual events that happened in the Blair Witch universe. The fictional documentary charts both the mythology of the Blair Witch alongside Jeff's criminal prosecution for the murders depicted in the film. The Secret of Ezra Ver. Much like the first Blair Witch, Book of Shadows also featured a marketing gimmick, although this one centred on the film's video release, fully exploiting video technology. Both the DVD and VHS release came with a featurette detailing the secret of Ezreva. Ezreva is the word reverse, spelled backwards. A number of near-subliminal messages in the form of hidden words and images that were placed throughout the film. 
the feature I'd encourage viewers to watch certain scenes in reverse and or frame by frame in order to decode the secret and through scrambled letters flashed throughout the program offered five clues to what they could be found door, water, mirror, rug and grave. These images were not where they were not included in the theatrical cut of the film and were rather added specifically for the original home video release. Subsequent releases, particularly in digital formats, did not have the clues. An example of these messages can be seen in a scene early in the film where the main characters are in the graveyard, standing behind a tombstone inscribed with the word treacle. The shot briefly cuts away and then cuts back, though the same tombstone now reads further. This is seen for approximately one second until it cuts away again, and the tombstone once again reads treacle for the remainder of the scene. When all of the clues were identified, the hidden words, when put in the correct order, spelt out seek me no further, plus extra hidden word or. Viewers could then go to the official Blair Witch website and type the words into a special search box. Typing seek me no further would play an extra scene from the film and typing seek me no further or would enable them to add their name to a list of people who had also decoded the message. As of 2008 this function is no longer available. With that being said this concludes episode 4 of the story of Blair Witch. Ratings and full reviews of each piece of media viewed within this series will be provided in the conclusion episode at the end. I hope you've enjoyed this fourth episode and continue to listen along the way for the full seven-part series. Again, my name is Ebony, I am the host of the FilmSpark podcast, and thank you for listening. You were just listening to the FilmSpark podcast for all your film needs and more. Like what you heard? Give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, GoodPods and more. Or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.